right, so what do we have here today? We got a, a big ass can of beer. Paul Lanner. Man, I haven't drank this since I was 16. Paul Lanner is, this brings us back. This is a liter. I don't know, it's more than a liter? Yeah, we're going to be hammered by the end of the pod. It's one quart, so what is that? That's one liter. One quart's one liter? I don't know. I, I don't know. No I don't know. I was trying to do the math in my head, then I realized I have no idea what it is in the first place. I never understood quarts yeah. and cups. But. Damn, look at that head. Um, so we're starting Oktoberfest early. I think it's already started. Oh, really? It starts in September, I think. What the? But. These damn Germans. Yeah. But uh, Oktoberfest beer, 6%, one liter. Which is to our like one liter you, glasses. Yeah, you said it's basically three beers, right? Three beers in one? <laughs> I mean, the size of this glass is it's like bigger than my head. Remember I used to have one of these glasses at your place? Yeah. I don't know what happened to it, but that one night I passed out <laughs> for the first time. I think I had five of these. Five liters? Remember? No. Oh, shit. I don't have to pour a beer. Look at that. That's terrible. <laughs> uh, that's half head. Yeah. <laughs> There's a joke in there somewhere. Isaac would snicker, I think. At your comment. All right, we're, we're going to have to let that settle then. Jesus. But brewed in Germany. Uh, 1634. Man, this is an old-ass company. Nothing special about this, but it's just a solid German brew. The locals call it liquid gold. That's what, that's what it says? Yeah, on this, uh, on this story. But yeah, this is a good way to kick off uh, Oktoberfest. Hold on, I got a yeah. lot of heads still. God damn it. Jesus. I'm so out of practice. All right, while, while we wait for that, what's, uh, what's new with you? What's new with us? What's, uh, what's going on in the world? When was the last time we did one of these? I don't even remember. July, I think. Was it July? So how many months ago was that? Four? Uh, I don't know. What is it now? Three? Yeah, about three months. Feels like longer. Yeah. But uh, was it July? Fuck. Oh, I, I don't know. I can check here. Let me pull it up. But yeah, it's uh, when there's not much going on, we don't need to do podcasts. But now there's stuff going on, so we can finally get around to doing this again. Yeah. April. Oh, April? Are you serious? Yeah, it was April. And it, the, it's funny because the title was We Are Back, and then We Are Gone. So now we're back again. It should be we, should, we Are Back Part 2. Yeah. Or We Are Back Again. Yeah. No, but I mean, I kind of like this, right? Like, the yeah. point isn't... Like, it, it's not supposed to be regular. It's just when, when we feel like hanging out and catching up well hanging out and recording it yeah but i think one thing that's worth talking about is the event because steve is going to be here and i'd love to do a pod with him in person oh let's Just do it like that's a great sit idea. here and get hammered yeah i'll yeah. make some food yeah um so october 9th is it yeah yeah he'll be here on the 7th though yeah for the knife show yeah okay Blade, yeah Blade so let's show. let's step back and uh explain what's going on in october other than Oktoberfest. well we can start with the event sure um we're gonna have our first notice event party we're not going to say where it is not publicly since well it's gonna be in la somewhere yeah but uh first event since uh, 2019 november which is our yeah. which is our duality party um really looking forward to this man it's we funny. our our annual event that only happened once <laughs> no we haven't no well actually you remember 2018 2018 we went to we? beer belly in koreatown oh yeah, yeah like that's 10 right. people there yeah yeah that was a small like a mm -hmm. soft start yeah yeah, I think now, though, we can really start to ramp up. Like, we have special guests coming in. The The guest list is a lot larger than it was in the past. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking next year we could do, like, 
60 to 70 people have like a much larger spot oh yeah bring in more brands i would love that i mean like just renting out that entire deck at ballast point yeah. Long beach would be sick yeah but back to the event it's basically it's a it's a cocktail party we're making our own cocktails designing the menu with the the mixologist over at the place uh that we're not gonna say publicly for security reasons and uh literally three hours of hanging out showing off new watches yep upcoming stuff um so tell us about those drinks, man. So, well, you like cocktails? I love cocktails. Why you so like cocktails? It's, it's going like to be. <laughs> I go through. Aren't phases. you drinking wine now? I go. Too? I go through phases. Man, what the hell's going on? Oh, we have a liter of beer in front yeah. of us. So let's, okay, we can do yeah. this. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's start by taking a drink. You're making me nervous. Mm, that's delicious. Oh, that's a big gulp. Okay, so you're into cocktails. You're into wine. You're. What about beer? Our good friend I'm, beer. I'm always gonna love beer. You know that. Okay. I was born drinking this stuff, but I go through phases and now that worries me now with the, uh, with the weather cooling off, still really nice here in California, but with it cooling off, I think I'm feeling like heavier drinks, you know, like mm -hmm. dark beers leaning away from like IPAs and, and lagers and stuff leaning more into cocktails, especially the, the heavier ones, the spirit forward ones, like what old fashions, Negronis, martinis, Manhattans, that, that kind of stuff. So the three cocktails that we have are going to be inspired by our watches so like like for example the duality i'm not sure if this is going to happen yet but the idea that we have that we're, we're working on is having a dark ice cube in a light drink mm -hmm. so right balance like the the idea of the duality is just balance so that'll be black and white right black and white mm -hmm. in, in the cocktail the uh sector is all about versatility accessibility yep. so it's going to be a tiki cocktail because they're even though they're very very booze heavy they're also easily accessible by anyone who's like not into the like the the old-fashioned type spirit yeah type it's, of uh, cocktails it's very very uh wide appealing yeah um, like anyone can drink, drink it yep the Any, anyone over 21 at least well, well we yeah. have to be careful how we uh <laughs> are we inviting uh, any little 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 boys and girls um i think one person coming is under 21 are they allowed to be there um, for the event, yeah, they're mm -hmm. just not allowed to drink. Well, I'll be the bouncer, so. But then again, I don't really know because last time he came, he was under twenty-one. Maybe now he's like older. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he's definitely older. I don't know if he's over. T doesn't matter. Um, and then the last one is the retrospect, and that's gonna be the like the really old-fashioned, like prohibition-style cocktail. Okay, so. Gotcha, but it's yeah. not gonna be just a boring old-fashioned, right? No, 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 no. Um, I don't. I don't actually know what that one's gonna be yet. <laughs> we'll find out um, tomorrow or something. Yeah, our our main man is working on it. Adam Adam Stein, who's the mixologist at at this place, this yeah. mysterious place. Um, but yeah, October 9th, three to six. And then Steve and, will uh, be there. Steve's and Steve is gonna in. be there. Yeah, he's gonna show off some of his new watches. Um, yeah, so he's actually he's actually flying out for the knife show happening yep. down the road at the Long Beach Convention Center. Mm-hmm. Um, but timing works out yeah. for, uh, for us to do this together. Awesome. So his watches will be there. Any other brands watches going to be there? Um, I'm talking to a few brands. Yeah. Um, nothing confirmed yet. Okay. I'm talking to a couple that might want to send stuff out. They should. Yeah. I mean like when's the last time, I mean, I'm sure events have happened, but like windups happening next month. Yeah. Um, which we'll talk about that too. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's towards the end of October, right? Yeah. All right, so Steve will be there. Event coming up next weekend. 
what else have we been doing what else is going on with us well obviously the sector that just dropped or the the first of four dropped yeah it's hard to release four watches at once huh yeah you never know like are people waiting for the field and the dive in the pilot or are, are they all seen as like separate watches i personally see them as different watches but like but you, yeah, you can't be spending that kind of money yeah. on, on every single one. Yeah, exactly. So it's a difficult thing to navigate, but I think by releasing them one by one over a course of time, I think I think that's the best way to do it. Yeah. Well, the important part is, yeah, launching it one by one, but showing what the other watches are going to be too, like the other colors of the all the other sectors, yep. minus the pilot, of course, because that one's not even done yet. Um, so anything you want to say about the sport? Um, two colors, glacial and salmon. So it's a light blue and then a salmon color. Um, maxi well, dial. do you have a favorite? Which one have you been wearing mostly? Uh, hard to say. I, think I like the salmon. Yeah. It's just the perfect shade of salmon. And then offset with that blue text. Mm-hmm. Very similar to more classical yeah. salmon dial watches. Um, this salmon is like a little more... I don't know more. I guess a bit more dynamic because it does look a little more espresso, like coffee, like than than most sand dials. And then in certain lighting, it, there's like a pink. Yeah. There's yeah. like a pink hue to it. Yeah, it's freaking awesome. Um, but I love the new maxi dial, mm-hmm. the larger indices, filled loom. Um, no bigger, date now for all those no date people. Bigger hands, no date. Uh, NH thirty eight. So yeah. there's no ghost position. Just a really oh, one thing we forgot to mention was the uh, the new spring bars. Oh, quick, quick release. release, which is a freaking godsend. Yeah. Well, and moving forward, I think everything yeah. we have is going to be quick and I, release. I, I'm glad, like, the entire watch industry in general is moving towards this because, I mean, it's not just micro brands. It's all the Swiss brands from Tissot all the way up to fucking... Uh, yeah, everyone. Yeah. Everyone. Some are more intricate than others, but, like, mm-hmm. as long as you have those two little tips... That you can yeah. squeeze together the levers uh, yeah so like i was asking wes like what are those little tips called like you call them little balls or like little well they're balls on the end but what do you call them they're not exactly levers either yeah if anyone knows email us yeah but point is you just squeeze those tips together those little are we uh, talking about spring bars or the other thing the little teeth <laughs> uh and then the end link completely disengages you can literally install a bracelet within three seconds yeah super convenient um so all the sectors will come with the quick release spring bars and all of our watches moving forward Mm -hmm. Um, it's the first time we're using a non h-link bracelet not not on the sport but on the um and not on the field either but on the dive and then the pilot which we're we're gonna probably unveil soon ish yep so beads of rice on the dive yeah which is like i mean the the whole point of using a different bracelet was to bring out the character of the watch further right? dif- differentiate uh, between the models yeah and like you said to bring out the character like yeah. a vintage e dive watch beads of rice is like the perfect pairing yeah and i generally i don't like beads of rice because it looks like like rice it's kind of it's funny looking right I love but it. It, i'm warming up to it very quickly like it, it needs to work on the watch and i think it works very well on the uh, on the dive it's just it's so blingy. It's so vintage looking, but then it's fully articulating, mm. but completely modern and solid construction. Yeah. But that fully articulating part is just really, really sick. So comfortable. Yep. So comfortable. Um, and then Pilot, which we haven't really released pictures yet, but we have, we have a new bracelet for that as well. Yeah. Um, very similar to 
the fine link bracelets you find on IWC's Zins, but in a bit more with a bit more modern aesthetic mm-hmm. with different uh, size links. So not all the links are the same. Yeah, size. proportionate. The proportions are a bit different. When it's kind of like a Jubilee, yeah, slash fine link bracelet, and it just looks uh, to me it looks less old manny than than um. Yeah, it's like what, a modern what modern IWC version. Does. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah, I'm really line. excited for the pilot, especially because we have a special collab on that one. Yeah, so you, we normally do like LEs um, with every run. And then for this run of sectors, the only limited edition one would be with the pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how much we can say yet about it. But It'll be soon. Well, I mean, people will see it this month at some point. Yeah, that one's really fun. Yeah. Um, definitely one. I think it's a very strong color. Yeah just works so well other than the sector um i mean we've been talking about the avalon 2 for years yeah so, so that one's right after the sector we're getting our final like we've been to so many rounds of prototyping like finally getting our final round soon and then production will start and then we're aiming for end of year um shipping it's gonna be freaking sick yeah this one's gonna be a big one it's gonna you know end the year with a bang man well, we're doing a lot of cool things on this one, right? There's, I mean, the Avalon in itself is a cool watch with the case and, and everything. Man, but people have been waiting a long time for us to restock that. Yeah. And this new one. It'll have a date. It looks cool dials. It looks like the old one, but just way better. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. an Avalon still, right? Yeah. Like well, everything, pretty much everything has changed except for the mid case. Yeah. But it's still an Avalon. You see it. Oh, that's an Avalon. I think one thing most people, many people are excited about is the new clasp that's going to be on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, assuming that we can put it out together. We will. We will. Yeah. Um, for sure. The new clasp, like completely designed in-house from mm-hmm. scratch. Um, we're not like, we're not copying other designs. It was just our own design that we. Yeah. Like the guts of the mechanism. Yeah, the guts are all, you know, and then we have prototypes of them. We still need some, uh, in terms of, the overall functionality of the mechanism yep. is great. Still tweaking some outer making it aesthetic thinner, pretty much, right? Making it a bit thinner. Yeah. Um, but it's very usable. Yeah. And um man, like once you have that on the wrist, like you're always adjusting it because your wrist just goes up and down in size. Oh yeah. Like yeah. You, you you don't appreciate yeah. You don't appreciate that like the fact that your wrist your your whole body just swells and, and de swells throughout mm-hmm. the day. Yep. Especially at night. But, uh, Are you talking about the, the wrist or the other thing? <laughs> Anyways, uh, I, I'm really excited to get this out. Yeah. Yeah, so end the year on that. Uh, I mean, how, how have things been going throughout the entire summer? People haven't heard from us. Even our, our Instagram's been quiet. Yeah, Everything's I mean, been a little quiet. You know, we were doing a lot of <clears throat> reshuffling of things and, 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 and notice HQ, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we already sent our newsletter uh, stating, uh, talking about this, but we've finally um, outsourced our fulfillment um, up to quote quote unquote outsource. It's still like very much it's within internal, the Notice family. Yeah, quite literally, it's yeah. Uh, uh, Wes's brothers is, is is going full time with that. Um, but point is, it's not me and you. Yeah, which is fucking bullshit. Yeah, we're we're not the ones getting Man, paper cuts now. <laughs> the amount, uh, the amount of paper we had to print out and tape yeah. we have to use and boxes we have to construct yeah like well now we're at a point where we have the the capital and the time to 
start expanding in that way. So yeah. we can, you and I can focus on other things, right? Like one thing that we focused on uh, pretty recently was filming our first commercial. So commercial quote unquote, right? Yeah. Yeah. Depending on where you put it. Right? Content. But yeah. Um, and we're going to focus We're I mean, we're, we're doing ads now. Right. So we're, we're working more on growth than actually packing watches, which I think is pretty important. And I, again, I want to be careful talking about this because I think part of the reason people love micro brands is because micro brands are the ones that for whatever it's worth, cut out the middlemen, right? Mm -hmm. Micro brands love cutting out middlemen mm -hmm. and there's no fluff. There's no ad dollars, all that, whatever Kickstarter bullshit. But I think there's a way to do it where where your story becomes refined and it it's a lot easier to tell that story to a wider base of audience. Yep. And if that audience grows, if that fo like foundational customer base that you have, if that grows, you don't have to pass on any cost to them. Yeah. It's only when you try something add all these costs on, it doesn't really amount to much. It's not a fruitful investment, yep. but it's a, an expense, right? Like that, that's why I want to be careful about how, not only how we approach it, but how we talk about it as well. I think it's more of like, we spent the past five years, four years, um, just so focused on the product. Yeah. Um, and then making sure we provide the best customer service, like having all those, all those foundational things, like, you know, mm -hmm. built and, and developed before we move on to scaling type of yeah. activities. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've never really talked about, at least not publicly, we haven't really talked about our like our reason for existence, like why, why notice exists and what type of customer we want. Mm -hmm. You know, we haven't really had a chance to talk about that too much because we've just been so bogged down by yeah. optimizing our supply and, and pushing, yeah, pushing for more models and yeah, all that stuff. Design, all that stuff has been taking up all our time the past four, four years. Yeah. And uh, I think we're at a point now where, you know, things are developed, mm -hmm. things are set in stone. And we have something we can work with, work on top of, yeah, to continue to grow this brand and make, just do fun things. Like yeah. the whole point of us doing this, this whole noticing was that like, part of the fun was doing so many new things. Mm -hmm. Like every day was different for us. Yeah, and then now we're at a stage where we've been doing the same things over and over again, like shipping, packing boxes, designing, all that stuff. Now we're at a point where. We can do other things now, new yeah. things, content creation, um, real, and that that stuff, you know, is exciting. Yeah. Well, to build on that, I think the the whole point of notice is really for 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 us. It was very much chasing our passions, yeah. right? And I feel for like sure. notice represents that, mm -hmm. but we haven't been able to communicate that to to people. Mm -hmm. And I think one thing that we're doing moving forward is to try to tell the stories of other people that chase their passions, whether, yep. whether or not it's watches, obviously they have to be a notice wear because that just makes sense. Right. But mm -hmm. there are plenty of people in the notice community that have taken humongous risk doing things like, you know, like Adam, for example, he's, he quit his job to become a, a really well-paying job to become a mixologist, to serve alcohol to people. Right. Mm -hmm. They're, they're musicians, they're brewmasters. There are, comedians they're they're chefs. all these chefs yeah all these people that take humongous risks to just chase after something that they love so much in the same way that you and i did with with yeah. watches and i think telling those stories that'll probably resonate with with our wares because i think the ones that have talked to us and the ones that have worn our watches they they fully understand what we're all about yeah so this this is basically this is our attempt to 
branch out into a new the new collectors tell to our, tell our story in a much more concise way to the new people mm-hmm. for sure um and for sure we want to make content that shines a light on more of the everyday of what goes on between at notice mm-hmm. between with me and you um like we other than the drinking and the <laughs> i mean to most people it's just the drinking but yeah. like we want to show that it's not just drinking <laughs> no no <laughs> you know like bring a phone or bring a camera everywhere record just mm. some normal interactions that we have um or some of our discussions right like especially when we're not doing watch specific things like whatever we're yep. doing other notice related but not watch specific things that yep. you know like like the event for example yeah i like, think people would love to watch us think brainstorm with adam how to make whatever whatever drinks we want to make and then or the event itself the i mean itself. Yep. yeah we're, we're gonna have people filming the event and it's limited capacity and it's also in la so not everyone's gonna be able to make it yeah so basically opening that window into into that world for them yeah for sure for sure, and obviously, if there's if it's conversations between us two, like make sure we make sure it's heavily censored, because <laughs> we say a lot of, say a lot especially of especially when we're drinking uh, liter liter beers at uh, nine thirty in the morning. <laughs> it's nine thirty. <930? laughs> it was seven, but uh, <clears throat> yeah. So fulfillment, we got the branding direction going on. Um, you know, like. To I guess to the outsider, notice would it? It seems like a. I guess uh, people have said that our brand, our company, seems bigger than mm. it actually is, right? And I guess that's a I guess that's a good thing, um, but at this point, it's still just me and Wes. Yeah, been doing literally everything, um, and I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna miss uh, you know some of the stuff that we've done in the past yeah that we're not going to do anymore you know sometimes i love packing season. there's a charm <laughs> to having your entire place be a yeah. mess like boxes everywhere and like you know shipping like trash and stuff yeah. like that there's a charm to that but um i think it's time to move on and move on to a new chapter yeah for sure yeah i'm definitely gonna miss just plugging in a in a podcast and then packing away like there's there's something really exciting about that like getting all these watches out the door, being the one to actually send it to the new home, you know, like that connection definitely will miss that. I will not miss those big runs to the post office. Oh, when we're carrying like 50 watches at each, like, yeah. The, the, yeah. The, and then that one time we left it, had to leave it outside that, that damn warehouse. Yeah. And then this guy's like, Hey, what are those? You a business owner? Like, Man, uh, no, no, there, it's just, uh, these are for my mom. It's just paper and, <laughs> low value items yeah um so wind ups happening but i think we should just say it outright we're not going yeah um not this year at least yeah um for sure in the future yeah um it's just the timing didn't work out for us this year um not sure about how the turnout's going to be either to be honest yeah yeah given uh delta or whatever new variants going around um but it's going to be a great event regardless. Always is. Yeah. I hope they do the San Francisco one next year in the spring. Mm-hmm. We'll definitely be there. Definitely be there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be watching the wind up and worn and wound and all the other Instagram stories. Just feeling FOMO. Yeah. Serious FOMO. 
FOMO for the event yeah. or FOMO for the uh, karaoke that happens afterwards? Oh, no, we don't talk about that publicly. <laughs> that's uh, that's just that's behind closed doors. Shenanigans. Yeah. No, I I do. I mean, we said we just said it on Scottish watches. I, I think we both miss the people. Yeah. Especially as an e-commerce brand. I mean, I guess it sounds kind of funny being an online brand, missing people, but the um these live events our yeah. events our our tours our end of year party like all that stuff that we missed yeah. out on last year that was my favorite part of it and now we can finally like start to slowly ramp up i hope next year we can go to the south like we had yeah. the whole sa- the u.s the notice tours south planned for yeah. 2020 in march and april obviously that was that got that got fucked um Canada, man. Mm. Miss Canada, Miss Toronto, Ottawa. Ottawa. I'm gonna go to um, Victoria and Vancouver. Oh yeah, the West Coast, huh? Yeah. We've been hey, they're Canada too. We've been neglecting the West Coast. Yeah. The two V's. How have we not been there yet? I mean, I have. I mean, yes. <laughs> but oh yeah, yeah, Victoria. But yeah. Vancouver. Yeah. So I feel like there's this there's quite a few people there. Oh, for sure, for sure. I think. I mean, we we just when we're in normal times there are like so many places we want to go to all over the not even just in in north america all over the world and uh it's it's hard to narrow it down yeah i mean i remember when when we were going through the list of the southern cities you're like let's add this one let's add that one i mean it's right there it's only five hour drive you can't you can't hit everything but what we are going to do is rent a truck right if we go to texas again yeah we can do that why not why not why not the south Dude, that thing's gonna drink gas. It's isn't gas cheap as hell down there? I mean, it's cheaper than here, but whatever. Right. If we, okay, we can do it. But you know, we're two city boys who just want a taste of that country life. All right, if if we rent a truck, you have to wear a cowboy hat the entire time. In Texas or in or in Georgia? Anywhere we anywhere we rent a truck. I don't know, man. But and I, the boots. Why? Because you want to drive a truck. I want to drive a truck. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> we got to listen to, um, what's what's your favorite band? Florida Georgia Line. Yeah. <laughs> Florida Georgia Line. Uh, that was a good, I had a good country phase. Yeah. I still love them, but I don't listen to that music anymore. <laughs> All right. What else? <clears throat> so there's, we, we covered Wind Up. We covered our event. Um, is there anything else happening? I mean, that's just October, November, December, other than the Avalon. Um see what's going on i might go to vienna that's that's right but that's only for a week so i'll be back before you know it unfortunately mm-hmm. fortunate for you but yeah vienna i hope uh things go to plan and i can travel for once yeah I haven't traveled since what was it mexico city which was a long when weekend. was that that was 2019 september wow yeah, that's so, crazy yeah I, I'm itching to travel. I mean, last time I traveled was I went up to Washington with you, but mm-hmm. that was only a few days, and yeah, still within the state. So yeah, West you Coast. haven't been international in nope. a while, huh? I'm really excited. Yeah, um, it's pretty easy to get into Austria. Like their requirements aren't aren't that strict. Really? Yeah, you don't uh, vaccination card, vaccination proof, uh, or negative test. Okay, I guess that's everywhere. What are uh, what are some things you're looking forward to doing there? I don't really know what it's known for, other than obviously there's beer and schnapps and. and v- v- Vienna is quite laid back. Yeah, um, it's one of those places that you want to live in mm. rather than 
I would say visit for a few for a few days. But um, my girlfriend studied abroad there, and then she just thought it was like she just had she just had to bring me there. So yeah. like we're going this time. Um, it's either that or Italy, but then we went to Italy like two yeah. years ago. So you know, I'll go here in the cold, get a change of weather for once. Yeah. Hopefully, there's gonna be some snow. They have their Christmas markets are gonna be open. Um, so you just go there, you eat uh, potato pancakes, you drink glue vine, like, you know, hot spiced wine. Oh, like mold wine? Yeah, and like hot mm. chocolate and, and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, you go, there's, it's just a very quiet, yeah. beautiful city. Um, I wouldn't say it's the most exciting, mm-hmm. but it's definitely a great place to vacation. Yeah. It, if you just want to just. Now, are you, um, are you going anywhere else from there? Can you go anywhere else from there? Yeah, I, I, I could. What I don't want to risk is, like, I need a negative test to come back to the States, which is mm. hilarious because I don't even check. Yeah. But you need to to board the plane, apparently. Mm. So to limit exposure, I just want to make sure I don't go to places. Yeah. Because if I test positive, I can't fucking go back. Yeah. And that's going to be hell. So I think I might just stay within Vienna. Mm. At most, I can do some day trips. But from Vienna, you can go to so many places. You can go to Budapest. You can go to... Uh, uh, Prague, you can go to Bratislava, mm-hmm. you can go to Munich even, you can go to, um, you know, Salzburg, you know, the Sound of Music place. Yep. There's like all these other places. But in that specific time frame in November, there's a lot of things are closed. Right. So it's really annoying. But um, why are things closed in November? Well, like, for example, you want to go to like Innsbruck in Austria. It's like a ski town. Mm-hmm. Um, they have this, a lot of stuff is closed for... I guess in preparation for, for, for the winter season mm. and for the skiers to come. Um, I, I looked at a lot of tours in Vienna. Like a lot of them, for some reason, just don't have anything in November. <laughs> really? Yeah. I guess November is a bit of a weird time it to is. be going. It is. It's like, it's not a holiday, right? There's nothing. Well, I'll be spending Thanksgiving there. Yeah. So um, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I'm not going to get turkey this year. I don't think they have turkey. I don't think turkeys exist in Europe. No, you can eat. Um, but I'm literally gonna have <laughs> gonna be having schnitzel every fucking day. Yeah. The one thing I'm not looking forward to is the food, because mm. it's not exactly. Dude, you love you love like that like German but type of. I don't know how how much how often I can have it. Like yeah, I think if I have three meals of it, I might get sick of it. Whereas wow. when I was in Italy, like I was there for like two weeks. Get get like uh like roasted pork shoulder and um pork knuckles. Yeah. Okay, literally. Here's There's definitely a variety. No, I mean, f- like variations of the same meat, but like <laughs> the food available there is schnitzel. Mm-hmm. It's probably a lot of sausages, right? Like currywurst yeah. and all that. Sausages. Yeah. You got boiled beef. Sounds appetizing. Um, you have. Uh, let's see what else is there. A lot of potatoes. Mm-hmm. No, I would love it there. A lot of potatoes. I love potatoes. Potatoes and meat. That that's pretty. Dude, much. I could eat potatoes like for weeks on end and not get sick of it yeah um i'm looking forward to the the turkish the the, the donor kebabs mm. i actually really want that because for some reason there's like maybe only one place in the entirety of southern california that sells something like that yeah i don't know why the rest is just like shish kebabs which is i don't Th- yeah that. and that's our uh, our childhood food in china <laughs> yeah so there used to be <laughs> yeah on on, on bar street there used to be this place that sold these kebab wraps. It was fucking delicious. Yeah. Perfect for after a night of drinking. Yeah. But honestly, perfect. And I remember... Was that with you in 2016? 
when we got the uh, the donor kebabs and, and it was then, just not good. Like, we same ate place. in your hotel room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my dark ass hotel room. It was terrible. <laughs> it was like the worst thing ever. It was like fake meat. It was probably made of like rat and monkey. <laughs> I know. I don't know what happened, but yeah. Very sad. That's the type of meal that would make me consider going vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what was in that, but oh yeah. my god. They changed. Very sad. Yeah. Um, so you have that stuff, you have that food, and I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. You have I would hate to be a vegetarian in mm. in, in Austria. That, that's one. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you can eat sauerkraut. <sighs> yeah, I mean I love sauerkraut, dude. Yeah, I love all fermented things. Is um Mo- Mozart's from Austria, right? Which city is he from? Vienna. Is he Viennese? Yes. Oh yeah. So there's Mozart, uh, Beethoven. Is it? I think yeah. All and then the, um, the three big ones are all and from uh, there. Haydn, Haydn, yeah, yeah. Haydn, and whatever. then the uh, uh, psychoanalyst. The uh, psychology dude. Psychology dude. Yeah. Fuck, what's his name? Oh, my God. The most famous psychologist. What's his fucking name? Like the Gordon Ramsay of psychology? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh... Uh, uh... Do you... Did, did he write a paper or yes. something I can look up? Uh, Freud. It's, uh, Freud. Oh, yeah, Freud. Okay. Freud. Yeah. He's more of, like, a philosopher than, uh... Is it Freud? Is that his name? Is he Austrian? I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. So he yeah. Uh, he's from there. He's from wow. Vienna, I believe. Okay. So like it's there's they have the opera house. They have mm. a bunch of museums, um, art, whatever, all yeah. that stuff. So very quiet place to be. Yeah. Um, I'm not familiar with their nightlife. Take pictures, send yeah. it to me. Especially of the food. Send the same picture over and over again. Yeah. Yeah, Sigmund Freud. He's a uh, okay. from Man, I, I got to say this beer takes me back. It's just as sweet and um leaves that really nasty like tinny aftertaste in your mouth. But this isn't a wheat beer, is it? I don't think so. It's a, uh, this is Oktoberfest beer. So I don't know what kind of beer that is. But it's definitely not a wheat beer. Malted barley hop. Yeah, no wheat, right? Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean it's clear. It looks like a lager to me. Yeah, but it, it is very sweet, and it has that really nasty aftertaste that I really don't like. But for some reason, it's so appealing right now. Yeah. But um, Paul Anner was definitely one of the better brands you can get back yeah. in the day when we were growing up. Good memories. Man, when are we gonna go back to China? Uh, China, as as Hong Kong. Like she that. stopped his rampage. Yeah. He's dude. That place is. That place is like. Yeah, Evergrande and uh, banning cryptos and all energy that. Energy crisis. Uh, banning celebrities and fame. Yeah. Fucking disappearing, Jack Ma. Yeah. Like, dude. They're going down a dark fucking hole. Really. Yeah. Sad what What a place to live. I mean, we have friends there still. Yeah, know, they they live with curtains over their eyes. Yeah. Like. The amount of censorship and propaganda that that happens over there is insane. Yeah. We're probably going to get banned just from this podcast. <laughs> We're going to put on that list that uh, that no one wants to be on. I, I, I literally do not know when they're going to open up again to, to yeah. Americans. Not, not, not just foreigners, but Americans in particular. Yeah. So is a whole of Europe open? Pretty much. And then what about like Australia... Australia's, I mean, right now they're having their lockdowns. They're yeah. pretty strict about it. 
a lot of protests regarding mm-hmm. that. Um, I'm not sure about. I think Canada is locked down too, or some parts of it. Probably. Yeah. But uh, man, I'd love to go to Australia. Yeah. That we have a lot of customers there. We have a lot of customers in Sydney and and. The, the issue is it's so fucking big. Yeah. And then. We have customers all over yeah. the coast. I mean, I, I know like the, you, the it's only like two percent of the whole place is is habitable, but and it's all on the the coast, right? Yeah, exactly. Actually, it's all like on the east coast, I think, east and south. Yeah. But hey, you know what the capital of Austra- Australia is? Um. Uh, is is it Melbourne or? Uh, I would think Melbourne. Oh, or I, I Sydney. Would have thought or, Sydney. Okay, but it's Canberra. What the hell is Canberra? Yeah. Never heard of it. It's like Sacramento for California. What the? What the hell is Sacramento? No, I'm kidding. I've never even, I've never been to Sacramento. (laughs) But, um, no, I mean, usually our tour is we fly to one place, rent a car and drive around, but that's definitely not going to be possible in Australia. You don't want to. You don't want to drive through the middle. Yeah. Not through the middle. Yeah. Uh, we should definitely go though. Yeah, I That's mean, a dream place to go when to. when we're allowed to, and Germany, and uh, and we have to go to London together. We have mm-hmm. to go to. There's actually a show in London now. There's that. Um, yeah. That watch show, right? I remember. Yeah, like uh, it was supposed to happen in September. Of I don't know what it's called. 2020. Yeah. And we were supposed to go. Mm-hmm. And then, some fucking bat made it with a fucking rat or some shit, and then COVID happened. Well, it depends who you ask. You or ask some people now. Some it's scientist uh, tripped and then accidentally spilled yeah. a bottle. It's like, what's up? And then sneezed on someone when they went to pick up dinner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, some fucking, yeah. Jesus. Who knows, man? Who knows? Um, I, I'm curious to see what we said about COVID in our previous podcast. Because like, yeah. we were mentioning back then, like, this is a good chron- chronicle of yeah. of. of well, what I wish that Life. we recorded was when you first told me about it in 2019. And I was oh, like, yeah. oh, it's just going to be another cold. Or when uh, when I was talking to the ticket guy when my flight got canceled and I got stuck in Asia. And he was like, oh, yeah, just give it two weeks for things to settle down. <laughs> Four months later. Mm. Fucking a year and a half later. Those are the things I wish I recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's... I, I don't I don't feel scared of it no, no. anymore, right? Yeah. It, the the fear, the uncertainty, and the doubt like that that's all behind us now. Now it's more of like the fud. Yeah, it's just a nuisance now. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is a nuisance because it just gets in the way of everything. Yeah, like we can't like the fact that we don't feel comfortable going to Chelsea Market, or like the right? fact that like you want to do Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, but rubbing <laughs> up against a man, yeah, for twenty minutes straight. No, is that's probably, that's the last sport you want to do. Yeah, in uh during covid i know it sounds appealing otherwise but <laughs> but like right now is just not the ideal time yeah are you halfway done with that i'm halfway done i'm i'm drinking fast man you should i'm drinking fast i'm super thirsty man. and i have a belly full of pasta so i realized i'm a super lightweight when it comes to beer really because like volume wise or alcohol wise Volume wise, I guess, or yeah. alcohol wise, I don't know. But like, just upgrade to whiskey. You know, some people can drink like twenty drinks a night. Twenty drinks a night. Some people are crazy. Yeah. Wow. But they're probably called alcoholics. Yeah. I yeah, can drink I, like three, and then I'm good. IPAs. I mean, this is three right here. Right? Yeah, no, I'll be good after this. <laughs> I I would say two drinks, and I'm feeling it. If it's like a seven percent IPA. Yeah. I can. I I definitely can't drink the same as I could back in high school. Yeah. 
My, I mean, drinking wise, you're not really doing much of it now, right? Like, no, uh, three drinks a week. Really? Wow. Yeah, maybe maybe two, but like again, when I'm opening a bottle of wine, I gotta finish it myself. Sure. Yeah. So I finished like two glasses last night, two glasses the night before, but that's only when I open a bottle of wine, and yeah. I only open it because I need to use it in my pasta. Yeah. It's like God. Now I gotta finish this fucking Chardonnay. Yeah. No, that that bolognese that we just ate had like half a. <laughs> Bottle. It's like half a bottle of wine because I need to finish it. I'm not. I'm not gonna drink it. You know. I thought you drink wine now. I mean, hey, join the wine train. I man. try. I, join me. Look, I try to drink wine, but when I have really good beer in the fridge, really good gin in my my liquor cabinet, it's uh, like, let's talk about the gin. Why is it? Why the fuck is it blue? You know, I only eat organic foods. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I'm not gonna drink some blue ass gin. I don't know what makes it blue, but it says iris flavored gin on the front and i don't know what iris is i thought that was like the name of a person or an eyeball and i a really good song neither, by the Google dolls. yeah and, and all three of those things don't sound like it, it's infusible so it smells really fucking good though yeah it's good we'll try it after this french <laughs> i'm telling you no french gin is really fucking good yeah have you had aviation the ryan reynolds one i, I don't drink celebrity mm. liquors I there's, mean, there's been a lot of them but, recently. I mean, they've been around before Ryan Reynolds bought it. Oh, oh, he bought it. Yeah, he like they were a thing. He liked it, yeah. so then he he bought in. Just Ryan Reynolds, George Clooney, uh, the the Rock, McGregor, the Rock. I out of all of them, I've only tried McGregor's whiskey, and it tastes like absolute garbage. <laughs> I'm a big McGregor fan, but his whiskey needs help. Yeah, that's that's pretty sad because he's a uh, yeah he's Irish. Yeah. You would think it's like yeah. Out of all the the people in the world that can make a good whiskey, you would think either him or like a Scottish fellow. Yeah, but like George Clooney, tequila. Yeah, tequila. I think The Rocks is also tequila. Yeah. But okay, so what I want to talk about is actually what's going on with young people. Okay. Why the fuck aren't they drinking beer anymore? Like, if if I was an exec at 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 AB InBev, I'd be like, what the fuck. Well, that um, the college beer for for our college time, Natty Light, Natty they're, Light, they're, they're discontinuing that. Yeah, right? they discontinued it because Isn't no one's like, drinking it. But that's been like the perennial frat beer for decades. Yeah, it's like the rite of passage into college, <laughs> like doing a thirty rack of that. So they're discontinuing it. Yeah, why is that? Well, it's being replaced by. Well, it's not being replaced, by white but, claw, but, right? but by people drinking uh, or used to drink beer now they're drinking all the white claws and the uh, what is it, truly or whatever. Yeah, all like that, the hard seltzers. That seltzer flavored crap. Yeah. Why though? That's crazy. And uh, and like kombuchas and and whatever. I probably health health reasons. Is it seriously that much healthier? I mean, no, but that doesn't matter. What the truth I is mean, is the marketing, right? I just think it's crazy that like the marketing, like people choose based on the calories. Yeah. It's like you're drinking. It's not going to be. You're not drinking it for to 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 lose weight. Yeah, <laughs> you're drinking it for the taste. Yeah, I mean, by no means is beer healthy, right? But it's like if you're going to be drinking alcohol anyways, might as well drink something you like. Have you tried it though? Like, have you drank White have, Claw? I've had White Claw. Yeah. You have? Do you like it? It's kind of like Lacroix for me, where okay. it has this nauseating, mm. artificial taste. If there was more, if there was like a drink like that along the lines of spindrift what's that it's it's another like flavored uh carbonated mm. water but they use yeah. like, real juice and it actually tastes doesn't taste suspicious to me mm. they don't use natural flavors and the crap like that they use like, real juice um if there's like a equivalent to that in the alcohol world yeah 
I mean, I, even then, I still want to drink it. I yeah. just don't find pleasure drinking. If I want to drink that stuff, I'll drink like the non-alcoholic. Something version. you like. Otherwise, I'm drinking a fucking beer. Yeah. But like, what is leading these trends? Like, how come kids these days, Zoomers, as you want to call them, how come they don't drink this? Like, they're not drinking. They're not having sex. They're not. <clears throat> they're how not, do you know? Have, were you there? <laughs> I, I see it. <laughs> you see what? You mean you don't see it? Oh, yeah. You're just like sitting in a corner like, come they're on, not, you kids. They're, they're not having <laughs> sex. They're just. They're just. Yeah. No, I, I've uh, I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, is it? <clears throat> why how come all i can say is that you sound like a really old man right I now know, like, <laughs> no no so like I, i've all i've always talked about this with you like i i want to be connected and understand this younger generation yeah because otherwise when i grow older i'm just gonna be so out of touch if mm-hmm. i ever have kids i'm gonna be one of those dads go on tiktok for like a couple no. weeks then maybe you'll understand what the <laughs> fuck is tiktok i don't know i literally I didn't know. know what it was until like last last year really yeah yeah, I don't know. I, I would say definitely the the places that they're hanging out and their attention is on is very different from our generation, right? And like we, I think we are the last year of the millennial generation. So if there is one kind of age group or one year of, of people that would be able to understand, it should be us or like the year below us that can kind of cross. I think, I think 96 is. So is it 96? We're, we're, we're 94. So. Uh, we're, we're, yeah, we're close. So we're it's close. a, yeah. Um, that's crazy, but I am impressed. Like Gian has, uh, younger siblings yeah, so, and so I'm, I'm super, about them. well, I'm super impressed by them just in general. Like they're, they're speaking in full sentences. Yeah. Like I couldn't do that when I was 18. Like I was still practicing being a person, you know what I mean? But they're able to talk about real shit. Like, but like, why is that? Like they had to grow up really quickly. Is it because of probably because they're not drinking so much beer and they're only drinking healthier equivalents? Oh, <laughs> no, but like. It's just so fascinating to me because they grew up with social media. They grew up with smartphones. Yeah. They know that one, if they fuck up once, it'll be on the internet forever. All right. But they, yes, they grew up with social media, but they started getting into it at a time where the mental health and the, um, the, the repercussions of being on social media also became kind of start floating to the surface. So I think there were a lot of safety protocols in place for, for them when they were growing up in, instead of like the way we did it, where we just got into it, there were like, like we technically weren't supposed to have Facebook till we were like 14 or 15, Oh, right? But we fake our birthday and, and get an account and all that. And there's like- well, When did you first get Facebook? Seventh grade, eighth grade? I think it was seventh grade. End of seventh grade, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then like now everyone knows the, the detriments that Facebook has and, and Instagram, just social, social media. media in general. But TikTok. TikTok yeah. is like the gem amongst the, the Zoomers. Yeah can't say shit about tiktok you'll get crucified yeah. you'll be canceled i need to spend some time on tiktok maybe i'll do a couple dances and uh dude <laughs> when melissa like she scrolls through instagram you know how a lot of tiktok shit mm-hmm. ends up on instagram yeah it's all the same the it's fucking like shit the reels and that stupid fucking song god it gets on my nerves which one the no that no. stupid fucking one that stupid shit with their hands. Nah. God damn. I'm not even, I'm not in touch with that. Oh my God. Like I've heard no that one more time. I'm going to like, <laughs> but that shows how old I am. And yeah. I don't want to be like that. I want to be more accepting, mm. but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm not like, I don't. These kids, man, they're crazy. 
Yeah, but like I said, I'm 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 more impressed with them. I think psychologically they're further ahead than I was when I was when I was their age. But like, so why? I don't know why. I don't know why. Because they're not drinking. That's not the reason. Yeah, I mean maybe I I don't know. I don't know. Very Um, few people drank the Mountain Dew did in high school. Yeah, we're 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 mentally handicapped. (laughs) (laughs) I would say it's uh, it's not something we're ever gonna understand just because like we we can't. We can't reverse age and relate to these people. But I just want to... Like... Yeah, I don't know. Look, all I'm saying is when I'm 40, I don't want to be one of those... Like, I'm already super not PC. Mm. I'm already super... You're already... What you're saying is you're already the grumpy old man that we we picture. (laughs) I'm the fucking boomer for their generation. Yeah. Like... You're you're already the dad sitting on the porch with a shotgun and a cigar in his mouth with uh with a uh, handle of whiskey next to him. <laughs> but I want to be more accepting, man. Yeah, I am accepting of these. I just don't understand it. Well, you don't, you're not exposed to anyone that young, right? No. So I'm not you, you you can't have. <laughs> I mean, you can't have real conversations with people if you don't even have access to them. But every time I do, I'm fascinated. Yeah. Like, wow, tell me more about your life. Yeah. Tell me more about your high school. Tell me more about your your peers. Because I just feel like I can't really, like, if if we were the same age as we were back, back like, if we were 16 right now, like, in back in the 2000... How, what, what year was 2010. it? 2010. 2010? Yeah. Like, us being 16 back then, interacting with the 16-year-olds now, like, we would not get along. We'd be the losers. Apparently, that's not so much a thing anymore, like, clicks and stuff. Yeah. Like, people are so fucking accepting now. Like, in American public schools yeah. and stuff? Really? That's so fucking weird. I mean, it's not like we grew up in that environment. Yeah. But it just sounds so weird to me because people are so nice to each other now. And that's a bad thing? or No, it's just so <laughs> weird. Yeah. Like, okay, so you talk to... It, it shouldn't... That That's a thing. It shouldn't feel like a weird thing, right? I feel like, if if anything... The fact that Gen Zers are actually nice to to one another and they can yeah. have real conversations, if anything, they should be the ones leading us old people into a better world. But they won't. Right? Who knows? They're the future, well, right? Children are the future. Isn't that the saying? Kids are our future, or whatever. I, I mean, my my point is that it it gives me hope because over the past eighteen months, we've seen how people our age and older can't handle this country or the world. Yeah. Like we do dumb shit. We say dumb shit and all we do is scream at each other. But Gen Zers are willing to have conversations. Yeah. They don't drink good beer. Yeah. They play weird video games, but at least we can, you can have like real conversations with them that I honestly can't even have with people way older than they them. seem really mature for their age. Yeah. And I feel bad for them because a lot of them, I just feel like the responsibility and like their, their place in the world was recognized at such an early age. Yeah. Because they know how much of a shithole it is. Yeah. Um, and this burden that is placed on them. That yeah. Luckily, we escaped because, you know, we don't have any burden. <laughs> we, we have no responsibility for the world <laughs> fucking blowing up. You know, that, that that's on them, not on yeah. us. Yeah, I remember the days when millennials were considered young, right? But now the oldest millennials are like 45 or something like that. Like, they're old people now. There's, okay, there's, um, there's a generation... A new generation. There's a generation after the Gen Zers now. So that's just mm. Gen Airs, probably. I don't know. I don't know. But that's that's 
shows you how old we are. Yeah. Dude, I mean, just just five years ago, I used to think that when you turned 40, you die. <laughs> like, I, I always thought 40-year-olds were, this, like, like, the 1200s? Yeah. <laughs> no, Jesus. I mean, I, I don't mean it in that way, like, physically die. I just meant, like, I looked at 40-year-olds, I'm like, damn, you're old. <laughs> like, you're way older than I am. You could be my dad. But now I'm, like, kind of looking forward to 40. Looking forward to 50, 60, 70, if I make it there, <laughs> if I make it that far. Yeah. I don't want to be the, the bitter old man on the porch with a shotgun, but... I don't want to be either. That's why I'm, I'm asking you. When you interact with Jian's like siblings or whatever, like mm-hmm. they just seem so. Don't they seem so fresh? Is that the word? They like, seem uh, not fresh. Like uh, it's, it's a, a breath of fresh air. There's I can a say pep that and like, energy. Yeah. To them. I mean, I I just feel like you can have a conversation with them, mm-hmm. like a conversation like this. I'd be able to talk to any any of her you know, 17, 18 year old siblings and, uh, and, you know, be able to feel like I'm talking to a person as opposed to talking to like a three-year-old where they're just, they're practicing how to use their tongue and their lips to make noises with the hole on their face. It's crazy. Yeah. And, uh, we were talking about this earlier about video games, like how I know the trend of game developers just remastering old hits yeah to to appeal to the millennial crowd who is now older mm-hmm. the, the, the generation the people generation people who grew up with these games yeah. who are now older and can spend money and buy these games again yeah so it, it's just so many interesting interesting things going on. and same with movies like everything's yeah. a reboot everything is like I now, just, now that we have um like really good special effects i think there's a reason to do that for for movies at least, maybe for games improve on graphics or something. So my but. question is, and it was your question too. It's like, what are young people growing up playing like video games? What are they growing up watching? What music are they listening to? Like, mm. what is it's like Olivia um, Rodrigo? Yeah, which is a very actually a very nostalgic sound. Sound. It's an early two thousands like sound. Yeah, pop punk sound, which is really cool. Yeah, and also some mid two thousands singer songwriter shit. Mm-hmm. Which is really cool. Um, I hope that's the trend that is going where people actually use real instruments again. But yeah. again, that's my boomer side talking. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But dude, I've been on like a early two thousands music binge. You yeah. Know, like Evanescence and, and all and the uh, angsty stuff. Lincoln, Lincoln Park. Park yeah. Evanescence. Uh, I mean, Lincoln Park was the first concert I ever went to. God, my mom brought me. I'm like, so that's how young I'm I was. I'm so jealous. <laughs> you got to see uh, Chester. Chester. Yeah, he did. Yeah, see, the uh, everyone's the, dying now. The generation below us will never know. Well, they might know who Chester Bennington is, but they're not going to know the impact that he had on an entire generation. They're not going to know, you know who Mr. Han is. Yeah. I, well, I don't think most people know or, who Mr. Or, Han is. Or Phoenix. Everyone, everyone just knows uh, Mike Shinoda and uh, Chester. See, Chester, you don't even need a second name for him. It's just Chester. You know who that There's is. There's only one Chester in music, and that's yeah. him. But yeah, you're right. Everyone's dying. Like... I was listening to Children of Bodom this morning. Yeah, Alexi Laiho is gone. He dead. Yeah, comedians too. Comedians, actors, like all these artists that we grew up with are all are all going. But that's just like that's a cycle of life, you know. Yeah. I I don't think you can ever be ready for it. Yeah. It so is a morbid. shame though. So fucking morbid all of a sudden. Yeah, but I mean, you and I grew up listening to really old music, right? Like my favorite singer of all time was dead before I was born. So. Who's that? Uh, Lane Staley or he probably he died like a year after I was born I think mm. some somewhere in the 90s but like I didn't know who he was until I got into his music and like he was long gone 
Steve so, Ray Vaughan, he died in 91. Like, all my favorite artists are... Are there young kids listening to this old stuff now, or are they looked at are they looked at as weird? Like, oh, that oh, weird I don't kid know. who I plays think, guitar. I think they're all listening to music through TikTok. I Dude, think that's the new way of... Expo- like, TikTok is the MTV of, of um, is, today. Yeah. Is guitar still cool? That's a debate, mm-hmm. isn't it? Was it ever? Yeah. In, like, the 80s? You know, 80s... The Billboard Top 100 was all rock music. Yeah, that until until Sweet Child of Mine came out. Rock was pop. Lame. <laughs> rock was pop. Yeah, and now pop is pop. Yeah, but pop no, is, rap is pop. But yeah, pop is like more rock now. Yeah, whatever. But um, but yeah, I don't know. I I don't think there's an, a real answer that we can give, and I don't think it's worth deliberating on it. Just kind of like, just watch it, and and enjoy whatever whatever art's being created by all these kids now as much as you can. And if you can't, you have all the stuff from the dead people to listen to. Dude, I just can't discover new music anymore. I'm reaching that age. Like once you reach mm. 30, like you don't discover new people anymore. I'm almost yeah. to that point. I mean, Justin Bieber's new album's pretty cool. But it's not new anymore, but like <laughs> uh, I'm never going to get sick of Dua Lipa. Um, I love the main. They're like a pop punk alt rock kind of band. Show me. Like, uh, I don't know music anymore, man. But I've I've never been like really deep into music that mm-hmm. some people like the stuff I like have, has always been pretty much pretty mainstream. Yeah. I'm not I don't dive deep into the dells of weird like like the underground music. Scene. Yeah. I I'm not into that. Yeah. But I've never been I've been more of a more into guitar than into music. I sure. Yeah, that, makes, that sense. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So, do you think to bring it back to watches? Do you think the generation below us or the generation below them are going to be watch wearers, or do you think it, it, like a lot of people thought it was going to die with our parents' generation? But if you look at our stats, no. I mean, most of our customer base is quite young, actually. No, I think. Uh, By young, I mean like, twenties, thirties. I mean, I see so many people wearing Apple watches. Mm-hmm. But then there's always a place for an analog device. There's a charm to it. I mean, weren't there more Apple Watches sold than the entire Swiss watch industry? I don't fucking know, but Apple's killing it. Yeah. But it's not a watch, right? That's the point. It's like I mean, it is a watch. It's a it's a well, it's a wearable device. Yeah. Um and that tells the time. So it's a watch. I I'm nothing against an Apple Watch. But uh Um I don't think Watches will ever go away. Yeah. Watches are timeless. Get out of here. No, but seriously. Kids will always, people will always find something. Yeah. I mean, people love collecting things, right? Exactly. You can't collect Apple Watches because no, they can't. die after yeah. a year and a half. So people will always be buying things, will always be collecting things, will always be interested in certain things. So yeah. Watches will always remain a part of that. Yeah. <clears throat> Knives, stamps, coins, denim. denim, denim. We're getting into denim. That's Shoes. something that's somewhat new. I picked up my first pair of uh, of raw denim in New York. Yeah, back in June. So how are they now? It still looks new, honestly. I don't feel like I'm ready to wash it. I haven't washed it since I got it. Oh. Um, When's the six month period? I think December. If I got it in June, December is uh, about six months. Take so a dip in the Pacific. Yeah, but dude, it's gonna be cold. It's gonna be really cold. And then brush it with some sand and get some yeah. cool patterns out of it. Yeah. 
Um, I want a denim jacket too, a raw denim jacket. Yeah. Uh, we're getting into shoes too. It's yeah. funny, like the the past year we've gone like so far away from watches. As far as like wanting watches, looking at watches. I mean, like watches, I right? want a Rolex. I just can't get one. Yeah. So fuck, fuck that. Well, you have um, my son Margellas and uh, APC jeans and all that to to fill that void for now. <laughs> but I want a Rolly on my wrist, man. Yeah. No, but uh, I hope Rolex can provide more supply. They're not going to. They don't want to. It's not in their best interest. Yeah. We we literally just talked about this, I right? Know. Like, but dude, they they put out a statement and the entire watch world just eats it up. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> They give them a pass, but it's like, dude, you've had 150 years to figure this out. And it's not like the demand just skyrocketed. Prices did. Sure, prices went up in the past few years, but it's not like it wasn't appreciating anyways. It's a bit like real estate where in the sense that people are always like, oh, I'm going to wait for a crash. I'm going to wait for a crash. And then five years later, it's like $100,000 more. It's the exact same thing. Hey, the, the next Steel Explorer probably going to cost retail like above 8000. Yeah. Which honestly makes sense. they should. It yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Right? Like you see Chanel like upping all their prices by like 20%. Yeah. on all their handbags. Like that happened a few months ago. Yeah. I don't which they should have cuz I'm sure the supply chain was affected too. But I don't think they're going to face a single drop in demand. Yeah. Well the the point is that if like a company like Rolex, right? For all intents and purposes, they're they're in-house. We can call them in-house, even though they probably outsource some things. But because of how in-house they claim they are, they shouldn't be affected by the the supply chain issues the same way like Sony would be for the PlayStation. Or I just the, think the, the chip shortage for cars and computers and stuff. Perhaps demand has just so fucking skyrocketed that no fucking. But that's no, what I'm saying. No, every no, year people say that. No, no, uh, no freaking model that they've created yeah. can project such an increase in demand. Yeah. I think as Hodinkee blew up, Rolex started blowing up more, even mm. more, you know, because Hodinkee and Rolex are like, you know. I, I don't deny that there's more demand this year than last year. But my point is, I don't think that rate of change changed that much. I think that 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 boost in demand has been something that's been happening, mm. something that they can foresee. I think. They throttled it starting. They throttled it starting in like 2018, 2017, yeah. and then COVID hit, and they're like, "Fuck, we didn't know this would happen." Yeah, and that affected them further. So now it's like, it's like nothing. Yeah, well, I mean, it's crazy. If you go to Vegas and you talk to um, any of the, the the retail representatives there, and you ask them, you know, like, what's the most popular product? It was all the product that was kind of coincidentally priced at a thousand two hundred dollars, and it just so happened that the people that were buying all these luxury goods were the ones that were receiving stimulus checks. It's not, these companies are not dumb. Like it's, it's yeah. planned. It's fabricated. Yeah. I'm not saying that Rolex is purposely throttling supply. I'm just saying that that's not out of yeah. the question. I just thought that that statement was really dumb. That's all I'm well, saying. They're doing a great job. Cause I still want one. Yeah. Yeah. I want one too. Yeah. I want one too. Whatever they're doing is working. My, I still, I'm still a Rolex virgin. Yeah. So are you. Mm-hmm. We're both virgins. Yeah. We're fucking 27-year-old virgins. Mm-hmm. I, I want to give up my R card right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, drink that beer.
I don't think we're going to finish this beer before we finish the podcast. There's just so much. <laughs> I mean, I can go on. Like, this podcast can be a two-hour podcast. I wonder how. We probably owe it to yeah to our listeners. <laughs> Honestly, like, the more I drink, the more stuff I can think of to talk yeah. about. But, uh, <clears throat> so, what's your next purchase? Of things? Like, any anything? Uh material goods okay that you're interested in because i know you're interested in a lot of things you have your eye <sighs> dude yeah. on a lot of things like you you're like a chameleon that can like yeah seem like, so many things. like yeah i mean i want a new guitar i want a new pedal board i want a new pair of jeans i want new shoes like i want okay, so i want steve's or uh yeah steve's new knife the finch um the one that came out yesterday so get, but, get into detail about these things what uh i mean okay we'll start with guitar uh you know I love the Silver Sky. I think it plays beautifully. John really Mayer, does. John Mayer's the and man. And those pickups are uh, yeah pretty impressive. And the the color choices, man. It's so like, which one? You want that chameleon one? I'm looking. Well, I was looking at the the gray one. I'd get the pink one. I was looking at the pink one, the one the in one. Last Train Home. Then there's that limited edition with that pearlescent finish. Yeah. I mean that's beautiful. I'm not gonna get that one for sure. Even if I if I had the money and and yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't be able to find it. Pink is like. The cool color. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I mean, it's so different, right? There's no, like, pastel pink yeah. guitar out there. And it's not girly. No, it's not. Like, when you see a pink guitar, it's like, wow, it's pink. But you don't think of girls. Damn. Ugh. That beer's hitting me hard. Yeah, you think of dudes. Devil's Finger is what the knife is called. The Finch Devil's Finger. I saw the uh, the prototype Devil's when I when I drove across the country. That's something new that happened. I drove across the country this past summer from yeah. New York to L.A. You saw Steve. You saw Justin from Montana. Yeah, hung so. out with uh, with Steve and his brother Tim. Uh, got hammered. We tried to go and uh, throw axes, mm -hmm. but COVID, so they closed early. But went to his headquarters. It was a lot of fun. The drive Who else fun. did you see? You saw Bill? Um, yeah, I saw Bill in New York. He was there for, I don't know what he was there for, but we went to get a drink. Mm. Um, that's Bill from Mark II. Uh, Indiana. I don't think I saw anyone in Indiana, but I know Who that. the hell's from Indiana, though? Like, like I watch, think, watch related. Yeah, I think Haven is there, or he's like. Oh, okay. Yeah. Isn't that. He's like close by. Is that Indiana? I thought it was Connecticut. No, I think it's Indiana or Chicago, somewhere in the Midwest. Okay. Um, I'm not too familiar. No, I, I did a lot of beer drinking. The. I mean, I do a lot of beer drinking anyways, but especially in the Midwest, the I IPAs, there's so much beer in the Midwest. It's so different from California oh, beer, yeah, too. Oh, yeah, sure. I, I, like, we, we talked about this before. Because there's a beach, because the weather's good all yeah. year round, a lot of things just aren't as good as they yeah. could be. Yeah, barbecue, pizza. Oh, my God, there's no barbecue and pizza here. Donuts. No. Can't even get a good donut Okay, here. well, sidecar is pretty good. It's okay. It's okay. Hey, hey, hey. Um, donuts okay, so my I, favorite so donut I, joint. <laughs> all right, sorry. Um, but I do want new pedal board, not a new pedal board. I want a pedal board. I I literally have one pedal, a wah uh, pedal. I'll give you my board. Yeah, um, I still have a few pedals too. I sold my wah, but I still have my tuner. I still have okay. my my booster. I still have a a bad monkey overdrive. Oh no! Nice. So you don't need a tube screamer. You can just take my my yeah my my overdrive. Cool. And I have one more thing. I forgot what it was. Well, I need a compressor. I need. I want to do more effects. I want a looping pedal too. Yeah. Um. Dude, I haven't looked at fucking pedals in forever. Yeah. I remember uh, one of the podcasts previous 
I'm talking about line sticks and you're like, no way to make guitars. They still make guitars. Yeah. I, I looked it up. It's, it's pretty crazy. They're still around. Yeah. But like, I remember we went to a guitar center together. Yeah. It's just such a sad place. Yeah. Like, but dude, I remember line six when they were a micro brand, like the first, yeah. the first, uh, retailer internationally was in Singapore. And I remember going and he was like, yeah, there's this new underground brand. We dude, just like start a, Mr. Start a, Brown's brother. Yeah. Worked at line six. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Um, Denim wise, I mean, honestly, nudies, the fit of nudies jeans are just so good. Which ones? Them, Tim? No, no, mine mine are Lean Dean. Lean Dean? Yeah. But we tried on Naked and Famous. It felt like crap. Um, I was actually, I'm really disappointed with them. Yeah. Because, like, they're they're a super guy. Like, it's just a weird cut. Yeah, the cuts are weird. It's their most famous, like, the most popular one by far. Yeah. But, like, it just felt loose and tight in the wrong places. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I got a custom belt made for my new nudies because, mm-hmm. um, oh, I saw Alex. That's who I saw in Indiana because yeah, yeah. he lives in some like weird little town in Indiana and it's like an hour east of Indiana. So or Indianapolis. So when we were driving back from he he was, I think he's from there originally and his family's there. Um, but on the way back from Pittsburgh, we stopped by for uh, dinner and drinks with him and his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And um, are they married now? Are they married? I think they're engaged. Maybe not. Oh. I don't know. Um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. So I picked up a belt. Um, Pretty nice belt. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. And then shoes. I think shoes are probably the biggest thing. Sneakers, right? That's probably the biggest thing I've been researching lately. Like having a really good pair of shoes. So right now you have some Oliver Cabell Gats. Gats. Yeah. All black. He thinks yep. it's too black. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's too dark. I, I want something lighter like... um. If it was black with a gum sole, or if I had like mm-hmm. a like your gray ones, like that kind yeah. of color, like that'd be cool. Yeah. So what's next? You want? Well, the the knife. I'm probably gonna buy the knife next, just because it's like it's more accessible, and I know I want that one. How about at end of the year or Black Friday around that time, like my summer jelly gats, like the real. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe another pair of shoes. <sighs> you know, I want an Xbox. I'm not a gamer, but I want I want to have something where when I just need to take the stress out, go on GTA and just like blow up a bunch of people. <laughs> just to like get it out you know yeah man video games like your idea of video games is very antiquated what it's what we grew up with what's that just stress relief no as in like or everything nowadays is just fucking online oh yeah war yeah. zone uh 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 fortnite yeah uh, fucking whatever like little fucking nine-year-olds playing yeah like that's what video games are nowadays i mean is vr a thing yet has it hit mainstream no no still has because my brother plays vr but every time he's playing it's like it's like poker right like he he sits there and like it's like vr poker it's not actually like running through the streets blowing cars up and and stuff like which is why i would play vr (laughs) if if there was gta vr i'd be the first one in line to play that i i very I very lightly follow the gaming industry, but GTA online, GTA online is like their bread and butter. Rockstar's bread yeah. and butter. They're only they're only focusing on that. They're not mm. like I told you, GTA Six is never coming out. Mm. GTA Five has been on three generations of consoles. So well, far. what's the spacing usually? Like between one, two, three, four, and five. How many years usually? GTA Three, Vice City came out like a year or two later. San Andreas came out two years later. GTA Four came out like three or four years later. Wow. And then GTA Five came out like four years later. Now it's like, like what, ten years? Yeah, it's been nine. Oh, it's, it's been like nine years. 
Wow. And that's the same with um, Obsidian mm-hmm. and like Sky, uh, Elder Scrolls. Uh, is it Obsidian? Or uh, Bethesda. Mm-hmm. Elder Scrolls. They're still milking Skyrim for some fucking reason. That yeah. game came out in the 2010. It's, on, wow. it's been on every fucking generation of console. Yeah. It's been on. It's You know, it was like, what the fuck? Fallout, which is like one of my favorite games. They're not coming out with anything for a while. Yeah. Um, and like, as, as I was saying, everything is a rehash now. Mm-hmm. You know, you got like Blizzard remastering Diablo, remastering World uh, Warcraft. You have Tony Hawk's Pro Skater being remastered, mm. which is a fucking awesome game. Um, all these things being re- being remastered, and I don't know. It's very interesting. Mm. Very interesting. I'm not into all those old games. Like I, I wasn't. I was. What'd you, really, grow, up, what'd you grow up playing? You, well, I was never a gamer though. That's a thing. So I. You played games though. Sure. My okay. The the oldest so, game I can remember. Yeah. Um, Tell me what console. Soul, Soul Caliber. For there was a you know remember Dreamcast. You had a Dreamcast. I had a, yeah. Okay. So you were one of the weirdos. Yeah. Um, and on the same Dreamcast, I played um, what what's that shooting game? Time Crisis. Oh, dude. Time Crisis Two. That's a great fucking arcade yeah. game. Um. After that, I think my dad got us a PS2. Um, I, I really only remember playing the Spider-Man game, the mm-hmm. Tobey Maguire one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like, I mean, I think I've always had a console, but I never really played it. You had a Dreamcast? Yeah, I had a Dreamcast. Yeah. You play Soul Calibur, not, not uh, like Tekken or... No, nah, I didn't. Tekken, I, I had Tekken on uh, Game Boy. Which Game Boy? I had the... Is it called Color? Game Boy oh, Color. Color. The purple one, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had the Game Boy Color. But I, I also had a Game Boy Advanced. Damn, man. Yeah. Was it for yourself or between you and your brother? Start as me and my brother, and then we fought each other and like got black eyes. My parents brought me one, too. <laughs> okay, so yeah. you no, had a but PS2. Like, you only remember Spider-Man. You didn't play anything else in PS2? You never played GTA? No, nah, dude. My first GTA I ever played was GTA Five. What? Yeah. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, JS was the one that showed it to me. Dude, yeah. I have such good memories. Like <clears throat> when uh, my parents left me alone, because they always did that back in the day. And, um, uh, they would leave me at an internet cafe. Ex- explains a lot. Yeah, I know. Dude, honestly, <laughs> though, like Jesus. Um, this was like early two thousands, and there's Grand Theft Auto mm. three on the computer, and it was my first taste ever of like an open world game. Yeah, my mind was so fucking blown. Mm. I was like so excited. Like my so many good memories. Yeah. And I just wanted to play that all day for like the rest of my life. Yeah. And then subsequently I got Vice City, which is to this day my favorite GTA. San Andreas is my second favorite. Mm. And then uh, so many good memories. Yeah. Playing that. But I grew up with uh, Nintendo products. So Game Boy, Color shared with my brother. Mm. And then Nintendo 64. Oh my God. So many good memories. Yeah. I never had one of those. Dude, you missed out. Really? Super Smash, Star Fox. Goldeneye, Legend of Zelda, Super Mario. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, I mean, I guess luckily for me, it my my parents were like like if if we really wanted something, they would go out of the way to to make sure we could get it, but we were never like me or my brother, we were never really big into gaming. I remember. We we got into music really really early, yeah. right? So that's the type of hobby where you get them a guitar and they can play it for like years. You don't have to buy new games. If I had a kid, I'd rather them play guitar than video games. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I remember going to your house and there was was an Xbox. Yeah, 
Well, in China is different, right? Because like we're a little bit older and, yeah. and gaming with our friends is something that, that we do. But I was never that great at it. I was never like for me when I played video games, even till today, like, you know, this, I love the story if it's a good story, but I don't, I that's never, why, I never go online. I don't like compete. That's online. why you like mass effects, right? Yeah. It's like watching a movie, but you get to be the one that like shoots the gun. You get Were to you the, the girl in Mass Effect? One. No, no. I was I was always uh, Jack Shepard. You didn't play the lesbian storyline? No, okay. no, I didn't. I, I played that game yeah. um, a few years ago, the yeah. Mass Effect 1. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Dude, it's such a great game. Mm-hmm. Such a great game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't. I just don't think I have it in me to be a gamer. My fingers don't move that way. Oh, I, I totally get it. Like... You never know how bad you are until you go online. Yeah. And these fuckers are just smoking your ass. Yeah. Like, but like dude, Dom I mean, Toretto. every time we even, even, even when we play, what, what's that? I like Kirby. Uh, Super Smash. Yeah, Super Smash. I'm the button masher. You know, the, the button masher we make fun of that our, our parents and grandparents are. Like, I'm that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, so like, I played a few rounds with Jonah yeah. online on the Switch. For, Super Smash. Oh, nice. Got my ass handed to me. Really? Like, I didn't beat him once. But again, I don't... It's not like I play the game. <laughs> but like... Yeah, I'm running around saying you're amazing. Because you're... No, no, no. Compared have, to me, you're so I have muscle memory, okay? <laughs> but like, I am like... Yeah. Compared to people who actually play it every once in a while. Like, I play it once every blue moon, right? Yeah. Like once... Maybe once every two years. Mm. But man, I got my ass handed to me. It's funny. I think we actually still have an outstanding bet between me and you versus like i think it was like cam and babs and uh if we beat them i think we're supposed to get dinner or something like that like we have an outstanding bet that we never wait so if we beat them we have to pay for dinner what does that mean no no i'm gonna lose way, other way other way around other way around yeah but all right i'll start practicing beat their ass is it is this the one for the switch super smash ultimate um i don't know i don't know like that game like i just suck at it now (laughs) Melee was my was my shit. Yeah. Or Brawl was pretty good too. But uh Remember CS? Counter Strike? Yeah. See I didn't get into it until it was um Is it Source? Yeah. But like the one point six or one point eight, what was it? One point six and then yeah. Source. Yeah. It was afterwards. Yeah. yeah so I, I wasn't into it when it was one point six. Yeah. I was only into it in Source, which yeah. was I think people didn't really like it as much. This is two thousand four, dude. Yeah. Like, Source came out in, like, 2004, 2005. Yeah. It's fucking crazy how time flies. Yeah, but I, I didn't really play it that much. It was more mm-hmm. like uh, when we went to the arcade with our friends. Or not not the arcade, the uh, Cyber Cafe, or whatever yeah, they yeah. used to call it. But I, I do miss, like, LAN parties. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Yeah. I know uh, Isaac was talking about LAN parties because he's old, right? So yeah. <laughs> so he obviously had, has fond memories of LAN parties. I remember, I remember how cool it was, though, right? Yeah. Like when we all hooked up to the same Dude. internet and it was like super fast. Now you can get that with like someone in Korea yeah. just via internet, you know? Yeah, we're old. Yeah. But we're not as old as other people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we did grow up with CRT monitors, you know? Yeah. So we're, we're still of that. Of that generation. Yeah. Dial up internet. I mean, dude, this TV, this TV looks old to me now. Like just going through Best Buy the other day. Oh, dude, this thing's like thick as hell. It's ancient, right? It's thicker than Kardashian's ass. Yeah, you you can get a giant TV that looks better, lasts longer for $250 now. I know. It's crazy. Remember the days when a plasma was like $6,000? Yeah, and they were thicker than, you know. Dude, my dad had to save up for months to buy a TV. 
I remember growing up <clears throat> in the 90s, we had this big TV. It was big for the day. It was probably yeah. around that size, about yeah. 40, uh, 50 inches, Yeah, 55 inches. And now kids have this in their bedroom. They're just playing mm-hmm. fucking yeah. whatever. But uh, when I, whenever I get a home, a house or whatever, I definitely want to upgrade to like a real OLED TV. Mm. I'm, I'm like... They're so affordable now. Yeah, like, I remember when they first came out. Would that be one of the first things you upgrade to? I I don't I don't picture because you don't even watch a lot of TV. I do. Do you? I do. I do. Mm. I mean, I don't watch it like. Look, all I'm saying is I I can think of like, ten things okay. that I would spend money on before a TV. I would upgrade the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, I like would. that. Or a grill, a really good grill. I'd upgrade the kitchen, get a nice grill, get some nice knives, get some yeah. really nice pots and pans and yeah. whatever. And I would uh. Obviously, get like a nice dining table. Mm-hmm. Furniture is very important. Like, a, yeah. But like, in terms of a TV, like, it's got to be OLED. Mm-hmm. Like back when they first came out in like 2015, 2016, they were like four thousand dollars for like a fifty-five inch. Yeah. Now they're like fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. And the difference that you see is 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 crazy. Yeah. Those blacks are so black, and those whites are so white. You don't know what that means until you see it like side by side. Because mm-hmm. I saw it side by side. I'm like, damn, that looks like real life. Like I could walk through that TV accidentally. Yeah. 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 Infinite contrast ratio. Yeah. yeah. Man. Another thing I want is like a, I want a monitor, computer monitor that's like super color accurate mm. for our photos. Oh, I stuff. need that. You know, I need that. Like, <laughs> where would you set it up here? Yeah. I mean, I have the space, but I don't. Like, I have one foot out the door already, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, I've been trying to buy a place for a long time, but... This market's insane. In L.A. especially, like, how does a young person try to build a life in L.A.? Right. Dude, right? in general, how does a young person build a life? We're yeah. not having sex. We're not having kids. Okay, not, uh, not us. Hopefully not We're us. We're not having like, kids <laughs> anymore, dude. No one's having kids. Yeah. Because... Yeah. But, like, where where would you move, though? Like, if, if you had to move somewhere, if you had the choice to move somewhere, if work and all that was not really a... Uh, a limitation not that it is for us but you know significant others stay in la yeah it's just the pricing man a million yeah. dollars for a you would choose to stay here yeah it's home mm. where'd you go seattle washington i mean that's the easy answer right Out because boonies? i have family there but yeah definitely somewhere cheaper and seattle is not much cheaper than la if at all mm. um I don't know. I mean, you you know, I I love the idea of living in Montana. That idea is a bit romanticized. Yeah, and it's not exactly. Hey, like I've driven through before. Okay, I know I know what the air smells like. <laughs> um, How many people live there? Like like thirteen. Three million. <laughs> it just uh, I just didn't believe that the, the state of Washington, the population was like nine million people. Yeah, that does that. I can't compute that in my head. Yeah, but I mean, I don't want to have to be a coastal person. Like, why does it have to be New York and L.A. and, and Seattle and Boston? Like, go, why go, Why are these the only options? Then go go live, uh, well, Nevada. Know. I wouldn't mind living in Vegas. I mean, it's a bit hot. It's a little hot, I thought actually. I you hated Vegas. I'm not, I'm not going to live on the street. Uh, street. Street. I'm not going to live in a casino. Are you going to Fremont and get fucking beat up? No, 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 no. Like that. I mean, fucking, uh, it's just, I look, at, I look at Zillow and Redfin, see the houses. I'm like, damn, I could get, like third of that here in LA dude, you're, dude you know it's like 120 degrees there for yeah, like six months of the year sure I'll just I'll I'll cook an egg outside you fucking <laughs> leave a penny in your fucking car you sit on it you'll have a you'll have a penny brand on your ass <laughs> seriously fry an yeah. egg on your fucking on the hood of your car 
yeah. those are those are fun activities but like you're but the hottest hottest city in the u.s is i think it's in arizona right because oh, ain't no trees there yeah okay yeah so that's a little hot um there ain't no trees in las vegas either okay yeah so as far as weather goes then la like southern california but it's just so expensive man it's just so freaking expensive just make more money <laughs> but it's not even about that like I know, I know. if even if I had a billion dollars, like, do I want to be buying a cup of coffee for $5? It's not like, even $5 anymore. It's $6. Yeah. Boba like, is $6 now. Yeah. When the fuck did Boba become $6? Yeah. Like, but, I mean, what the I, I, would live in, I would live in Indy, Indiana, Indiana Indianapolis. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's so many different permutations for that word. But, yeah, I would definitely live there. Yeah. I... I I mean, I had a great time in that city. Well, I you, did a lot of drinking, so that's, that probably lends itself. If you move there, to, then I definitely want to go have a visit, see yeah. what's up. Yeah, I like the idea of living there, not forever, for a little bit. But I can't, I can't really see myself living anywhere forever. How about the south? Everyone's yeah, Nashville. To, uh, I would Nashville, love, yeah, I would love to live in Nashville. Charlotte, um, Austin, Texas. I would. Really? Yeah. Well, you're not a woman, so it's fine. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. That's, yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. That's that, so fucked up. That I didn't. That didn't even crossed my mind. That guy, that that waiter yesterday. Yeah. Joey. Is that his name? Yeah. Um. Yeah, Nashville. I mean, there's so many cool cities. And driving across Denver. I live in Denver. Oh yeah. Portland. Do shrooms every day. Portland's a little bit extremist, but if you get rid of all those like crazy people, then I would live there. I mean, the beer in Portland is fantastic. Never had it. But as you can tell, a lot of my decision-making process starts and ends with beer. What's a, what's a brewery from, from, from Portland? Pizza Portland? Um, um, tip yeah. of the tongue. Tip of the tongue. Whatever. It doesn't really matter because there's so many breweries. So even if you go to like a hole-in-the-wall brewery in Portland, it's going to be better than than like 90% of Is breweries in, 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 in the country. What about San Diego County? Yeah, I mean it's also good. Yeah, it's also good. I'd say probably just as good. Would you live in SD? Yeah, I would. I love SD. I went there with uh, with Jian for the first time this year too. I would live there. Yeah. But the problem with SD is that it's not any cheaper than LA. Oh, definitely not. Yeah, definitely not. This beer is like not never ending. Like I I don't feel that no, buzzed. I don't either. It's just so much volume. Like I mean, my my little tummy can't handle this much volume now. Ten years ago, we could have finished this in like thirty minutes. Dude, ten years ago, we'd be on number three already. <laughs> getting old. Yeah. Um, but I I've been getting back into cocktails more so than beer, uh, partially because of the weather, but also because like it's just so much easier to drink. Like multiple. You know, like you, mm. you can have like two well, beers because the volume bloated. of liquid yeah. is a lot less. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. And, um, I don't know. It's, it's always a good change. And I feel like there's a little bit more excitement, right? Because you mm-hmm. can change out the gin, change out the vermouth, change out the whiskey, whatever you want. Okay. Like there's so many more, the, the color palette's a lot wider than there, than it is in beer. Yeah. I feel bad about taking to, taking you to that place and near, near where I live. Oh yeah, the, that was terrible. Yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> but I think everything in that area is bad. Yeah, but that's just how it is. It's LA. Yeah, the weather's too nice, so the quality of the food and drink is bad. 
except for uh, the place we're going to throw our party at. Yeah. That's like a next level in, in terms of how innovative his cocktails are. So cocktails, tacos, watches. Yeah. Some good company. What mm. else is there going to be? I'm excited. I mean, these events are fun, but like, I wish it could be an open event where like anyone, I, I wish it was like a wind up style event. I mean, where literally anyone can come. Right. I mean, in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but for security reasons, because like, you know, we're, we, we can't hire security and brands mm-hmm. aren't coming to like showcase and protect their own shit. Like I, we can't publicly put out the location. Mm-hmm. Also um, just the capacity is just yeah, not yeah. a big place. Yeah. It's a very small outdoor patio. Mm-hmm. Like you just can't fit a hundred people there. Yeah. But having a, uh, I guess like a vlog style video mm-hmm. kind of like show the the world that the people that aren't coming show them what what it's like and what they can i guess what they can look forward to next year and the year after i think that's the goal though right i mean yeah. we want to record some of this put it out um yeah and the event itself i want it to be bigger I want, every year i want it to grow i want to have brands come in and actually showcase maybe like like you know how apple and tesla and all these companies they have like one event in September for Apple or whenever for Tesla, mm-hmm. where they talk about the releases and the plans for the next, you know, five months or whatever. Mm-hmm. There isn't really anything like that for micro brands except for wind up. Yep. You know, and wind up is a trade show. It's not a conference. And so even then wind up is um, increasingly more uh, larger brands. Yeah. Focused. Yeah. So it's less micro brand focused. Yeah. So, I mean, yes, there's like, there's a whole LA Microlux thing, but after COVID, I'm not sure that's. Yeah, who knows if they're know. still doing it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think this would be a good opportunity to make it. Like we're not we're not another wind up. Like it's not an alternative to wind up. No, no, in no. any way, right? It's just like a, at least the the vision that I have for it is more just like a cocktail party. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if anything, more like a conference where the brands just show what they have coming up and then go out and hang out with everyone. You know. I think it's more about the hanging out. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Less about what, who the fuck cares about the product. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like as much as I love wind up, I love Mm -hmm. going, I love showcasing the, the biggest issue that I have, and this is no fault of worn and wound at all. It's the fact that I have to be, I'm not a very good salesman, but I have to have some degree of being a salesman when I'm there. You know what I mean? Because we're standing behind a booth and we're a watch company and we have to show (sighs) these people. It doesn't feel genuine, right? Yeah. 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 Which is, I mean, it's a trade show, right? Like yeah. it's, it's kind of to be expected to feel that way, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't enjoy that aspect of wind up. And again, it's not wind up's fault. It's not Warren and Wound's fault. I just don't want to be a salesman. Mm-hmm. I don't want to stand there and be like, yeah, this movement regulated American assembled. Uh, I designed it with, with this guy over. Like, I don't want to talk about that shit. Mm-hmm. Like I want the people going to know our brand already. I want the people going to be interested in getting to know us as people, getting to know other collectors as people. Yeah, that to me feels a lot more fruitful, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Not to say I'm not ever going to do wind up because there are a lot of things that we can do at wind up that we wouldn't be able to do at at this event, right? Yeah. So it's just it's a different, uh, what do you call it? Just a different environment, different context. Very different context. Like yeah. the one thing I've learned um, with notice after all these years, even though I'm not like the people facing person of this brand, like it is the people, it is the hanging out is, it is the, 
getting to know each other part of it that is most important yeah. honestly it's not about the watches yeah which is really weird yeah right? um like the fact that people are interested in talking to to us yeah and like it just it just shows that people are interested in, in more than just the product yeah um I mean, you can turn it around too, right? Like, like we're interested in talking to the people for the exact same reason, right? Like, yeah. why, why does this watch resonate with you? Like, what, what about this watch? Where did you wear this watch? What have you done with this watch? Yeah. Like, that's the kind of stuff that really lights a fire under my ass. Man, I wish I had, <laughs> I wish I had a, a watch that I've taken everywhere. I mean, I do, but like, yeah. because we go through so many watches, um, I don't have one that I can truly call my own, I guess. Mm. And I haven't, because I haven't been anywhere, I guess, lately. So I just don't really have those memories. You don't have a watch that's like totally dinged up. I like, mean, you're like, Marine Master. No, no, probably, a, like, a notice. Oh, oh. Because we go through so many iterations yeah. at all times. Um, I remember uh, 2018, 2018, when we were broke as fuck. Yeah. Um, July, Canada. I'm still broke, but yeah. Canada <laughs> trip. Uh, I had this retro one. Yeah, on the steel bezel, on the clover, right? On the clover, which only lasted like four months. Yeah, and then you stuck. Because I wore it, <laughs> <laughs> and then it was a yeah, it was that with I forgot what dial it was. It was a black. No, I think it was a. Blue? It was either a black or a gray, but it had a different second hand. Blue second hand. Yeah. Yeah, man, and then took it into the water of. Yeah. Blue Lake. Whatever happened to that watch? I don't know, man. Huh. But like the thing is like. Because it's one of our own watches, like they can be used for so many different things, and sure. it's never like a personal watch. But I guess my most personal watch right now would be the Cedarfield DLC mm. in the watch box in the mother mothership. Yeah, like that to me is like I told you my top three favorite yeah. watch we ever made. Because my first real watch was a black watch. Yeah, so I guess that's that's kind of why I like it so much. Yeah. Um. Oh, my first two watches were black watches. The Titus was what black. Was my second watch was the Seiko Solar Chronograph. Oh yeah, yeah, that was okay. black too. Yeah, I guess I really like black watches. Yeah, so maybe that's why I um, it resonates with me so much. Mm. Man, I fucking love that watch. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. You know my uh, my watch, my Notice watch that has all the dings and the scratches. Yeah, I just gave it away. Wait, let me let me let me guess. You know what it is. I wore it to the farm. I wore it all over Canada. Wore it to. Um, it's probably a Contrail. Yeah, uh, it was white. A, yeah, SS. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that I mean, that's one that's been probably stinky as everywhere. Fuck. I dude, I wore that watch for two years straight, or maybe not. I feel maybe bad like, forever. Whoever's wearing it now, because that thing probably smells like. Well, shit. I I gave it to Kren because it was his birthday yeah. last week yeah. or, or two weeks ago, so uh-huh. I gave it to him as a as a gift, and um, obviously I I ran it underwater, I disinfected it. There's still sand from the farm stuck under the bezel. If you turn, you can you can Dude. still feel the the grit under. You're there. the only person who I've ever known who can make a metal bracelet stink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. You're squalling. Oh my god. But dude, you know I, I treat my watches like shit. I uh, I I wear them. They're meant to be worn. So I. I don't know why, up. but like the moment you you get a watch the next day, there's like, fourteen scratches on it. Yeah, Crazy. I know. I know, and I'm proud of it. Yeah, I'm proud of it. Is it from your MacBook? Every scratch has a story. Nah, not from the MacBook. Then it's from like uh, it from? running into walls and stuff. Oh and uh, I wear watches to the gym. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I just I don't think about it. But I yeah. I gave it to him last week as a as a birthday gift. He's like, oh, thanks for the old ass stinky ass. No, watch. he loved it. I told him, I was like, feel that bezel, smell it. Like this this watch has been through hell. Like I wore this every day for eighteen months, eighteen ish months. It's like buying pre worn jeans. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think he liked it. He yeah, looked yeah, for happy sure. for sure. He looked happy. He looked happy. <laughs> maybe maybe he was just uh, faking it, or maybe he was drunk or something. He's so young. He's only he's. He just turned twenty-seven. Yeah, right. Not that we're much older than that. I know, but, but like he's in, he's a uh, born quite late mm-hmm. in, in the year. Yeah, but yeah, that was my. I realized when I gave it to him that was my last notice, like the one that I, one that I actually own because everything else is just like press pieces or so photo pieces. You don't you don't own anything right now. No, not a notice, which is really funny. Like I have a bunch of note. I have all these retrospects behind me, but they're all like picture pieces, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't actually wear them. Yeah. Um, but if I were to to buy a notice, like right now, if I was to have like a Wesley owned notice, it would probably be one of the sectors. I don't know which one, but probably one of the the sec the new sectors. I would buy the Avalon too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially if it was yeah. in bronze or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A bronze Avalon, bronze Avalon, but you know, like I've been, lean, I've been leaning away from that really Thule aesthetic. Like I haven't worn a proper dive watch in a long time, other than this one. Oh, we didn't do a wrist check yet, huh? No. What are you wearing? <laughs> I'm wearing a retro three. I just did a, a wrist swap after our Scottish watches interview. So I was, I was wearing the new Sport, but I wanted to try something different. What so. color and what strap? Uh, wearing it on the Tech Tough. The hybrid tech tough, which we need more of. I I want like new colors. I want it in twenty and and uh, yeah, best strap on the market in my opinion. I said that on the last pod too. Really? Yeah, but um, I'm wearing the gray retro. Nice. Yeah, that's my favorite one. Yeah, I mean, it's nice. I haven't worn it in a while. But it's I'm, really I'm, nice. I'm I'm boring. But it's a dive watch. I can't wear dive watches anymore, man. Okay. I have no need for it. Right. I don't. Uh, I don't park anymore. Speaking of dive watches, I'm wearing the Sector Dive, the mm. new one, steel bezel with the red tide, the red bezel, uh, red <laughs> dial. Fucking beautiful. Yeah. Honestly, though. Yeah. Red man. Red's the new blue man. I'm telling red you. Red rum man. Red rum. <laughs> yeah. Red is the new blue for sure. For show sure, man. Like. My God, this 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 red in particular is so deep. Yeah, it's so glossy. Well, the the enamel really really helps it. It does. Yeah, it just it adds another layer of depth, and um, like it, it keeps it keeps me drawn in. Mm-hmm. It just it's a pain in the ass to take pictures of, because it's so reflective. Yeah, but that's our problem, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, I don't I don't have a notice now, and um, I'll probably have to get another one by the end of the year it's a weird thing to say as uh we have a bunch <laughs> in the mothership yeah we got pilots we got og dives um uh dualities yeah no avalons i haven't seen an avalon in ages yeah it's been a while i have literally haven't seen an avalon in over a year i got an email you might i think i cc'd you on the it. email but there was a guy that was like you guys made the perfect watch 
no date white dial like mm-hmm. this was the uh, avalon one by the way so, avalon 2 has to have a white dial yeah it's, i think so it's just a rite of passage i think for us yeah. to like i mean everyone loves our lighter dials right yeah but um but yeah i ended up replying him and i said hey i uh i don't have anything we have nothing in the shop so let me put a notice out on our vip group so did that and right away we had a guy said i have one i want to keep it but he has dude he has like seven notices right now so he was like i'll i'm willing to let it go mm-hmm. and um the deal happened he sold it oh that quickly yeah because the email just came in like yesterday. it was yesterday yeah and last night he emailed me saying hey thank you so much we uh we got got it done wow yeah that's amazing i didn't know that happened yeah damn yeah so we made someone's day made no money on it we didn't sell a watch but i mean it's like he's um, a happy guy and that makes me happy it's like the uh the Avomatic, right? Yeah. Like the guy who got his um, Matic version Avalon, which is the black towel with uh, gilt yep. uh, hands and indices. He got that stolen, I yep. guess, or he lost it. Um, yeah, I, I definitely have to give kudos to Casey for putting mm-hmm. it together and, and Babs for, you know, just that that entire Matic group, like com- coming together yeah. to pitch in for yeah um, for a new one for him. Yeah. How about how about me for putting it together? No, no, no you get zero credit when you when you run the company. You don't get credit. But uh, yeah, so he lost his whatever, and then yeah. he because after he lost it, he um bought he found a black one on the yeah. secondhand market and just bought that. But it wasn't yeah. guilt, just wasn't the same. Yeah. So Casey and 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 Babs and uh, I think it's just them two actually. Um, no, I think I think Marshall chipped in as well. Marsh, okay, yeah. So they chipped in to. For this other used Avalon guy sent in the workshop, and then I changed it out for the parts for for another Matic one. Even yeah. though like there's only supposed to be thirty worldwide, but now there's thirty one. Yeah. Um. Some lucky bastard has yeah. it. He doesn't even know what he has. But he had, has. <laughs> we had some extra hands and dials yeah. and whatever, so we swapped it out, sent it to him, and then. I gotta say, I think it's mostly because Casey lost his. Contra. Yeah, so he knows. So he, yeah, it it really hit a soft spot for him. These motherfuckers losing their watches. Oh wait, I don't get it. Who lost <laughs> their fucking tuna? <laughs> yeah, <sighs> yeah. I still, dream, I still dream about that watch. That I, well, I think it probably got stolen from me, but yeah, that's another story. Fuck. Dude. But yeah, we'll be on the uh, the Casey show. What the uh, Casey and JoJo? I mean, yeah. sorry, Casey and John John. <laughs> Um, you ever listen to Casey and Jojo growing up? No. It's an R&B duo. No. I think. Never heard of it. I know Hootie and the Blowfish. No, that's not, not <laughs> fucking Darius Rucker, dude. Not that guy. Yeah, no idea. Man, me and black guy in country music, that must be tough. Why? Because <laughs> you're black in the country music scene. Is it mostly... Uh, mostly white dudes. I don't know. I, I honestly, I can't even... I, I don't know any country artists. They're all white. Really? It's either white or... Uh, uh, I mean... Oh. Kane, what's his name? Half black dude. Anyways, nah, there, there's got to be... Very few black country artists. Isn't the lead singer from uh, Hootie and the Blowfish a yeah, black Yeah, Darius Rucker. Yeah. He, he, he's a... And he also has his own music. Yeah. And it's country music. Yeah. So I'm saying... But other, like, other than him. He's like yeah. the only like okay. black artist. Yeah. I wonder if there are any Asian uh, country artists. Dude, that'd be so fucking funny. Yeah. 
Um, it does not exist. <laughs> but yeah, on that note. Well, we're not done yet. I'm just going to chug it. I mean, I have like three sips left. Okay. But um, just to end, maybe we should just say what we have planned as far as like podcast uh, appearances. We have that right. Scottish watches one. Yeah, we just record Scottish watches. When's that coming out? Is it two weeks? He said about two weeks. Yeah. Um, so by the time this is live, probably in about a week. And then we're, we have a scheduled interview with whiskey and watches. Yep. Um, they're really quick, so they'll probably put it out like right away. Uh, we have 40 and 20 the week after that. So in two weeks from now. So that they're also pretty quick. So far, that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, no, no. We're, we're going to talk to Casey and John John on theirs. Sometime in October. Yeah. We might do another one for ourselves again. Yeah. Um, when the Avalon. Yeah. Or I'm talking. I'm still talking to two more podcasts that um, okay. that express interest in talking to us. Okay. So like, why do people want to talk to us? I have nothing to say. <laughs> Amen. I understand why they want to talk to you. Why they want to talk to me? <laughs> I'm just this, this this fuck in the background. Yeah, you're the one that I I'm telling everyone I've been keeping you in a cave since I'm like, the pandemic started. <laughs> I'm like Bane from Batman. I was fucking born in the dark. <laughs> Alrighty. Molded by it. Let's finish it.